Hey kids, you're listening to the internet's wettest podcast about video games, consoles, and pancakes. The SML Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is the SMO Podcast. I'm your host, Hi, everybody. Uh, Aki's here, as you can tell. Bree is here. Jacob will be on the way eventually, but we have a very special guest at the top of the show. Uh, It's been a a few episodes, but Kunal Majmudar is back on the show. Buddy, how you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, Joe. Uh, Thanks for having me. I am uh, tired. I'm exhausted. Today's been a day, let me tell you. What has Uh, today been? We launched Pixel Noir. Uh, Yay! <laughs> we shipped. We did it. It's we done. We did it. Uh, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> been like a decade of work and just, you know, I don't know, man, just like, I don't know, struggling, you know, like for, for inches, right? Like every day trying to get this thing done. Uh, and it just feels really great. We... We launched at like seven o'clock this morning, and it's been a freaking whirlwind ever since. Nice. And how's how's launch day been? Has it things been going well? Have there been any bugs, any crashes, anything crazy? I know Hell Divers hasn't had a perfect launch. <laughs> no, I think it's been okay. Um, mostly, we're getting like grammatical corrections of like, and honestly, like like apostrophe placement and stuff like that so there's some things that we'll probably patch like fixes for those those are like really quick i think we've been trying to actually turn out um updates as we're getting them frankly so yeah it's nothing nothing great game breaking uh i know we'll be back for like a longer interview at some point and i'm sure len will be happy to tell you about (laughs) exactly how many hours you know went into qa (laughs) but it's a lot it, I it's mean, to be been fair on the to be fair on the spelling mistakes, I wouldn't be super super worried about that. There are Chinese visual novels that are on there that people read the shit out of, and um, as someone who is one of those people, they only use Google Translate, and Google Translate <laughs> don't do a good job. <laughs> so as long as people can make sense of even one tenth of what you've written, you're doing just fine. <laughs> I appreciate as long that. as you didn't spell your like you are in the game, unless the it was yeah, you know, you do that, that there might be an issue. Yeah, but you're doing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hopefully we didn't spell your name wrong, Joe, because you're in the game. I'm gonna have to check. <laughs> oh man, I'll I have to figure out where really Joe is heavy. in the game. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun <laughs> Easter egg hunt for for all, now, all your ha- viewers. Now yes. I have a question. <laughs> In the game, do you kill that Joe? Oh, Lord. <laughs> or can't, I guess I should say, can you? <laughs> I, I tell you what, uh, no, you can't, but uh, you do track down Joe's son, and uh, 
I don't know. It's one of the it's one of my favorite interactions in the game. If I'm gonna be honest, there's like a few really funny like uh, Pixel Noir is like kind of a witty. It's a take on like noir detective RPGs, um, but it's got this JRPG twist to it, and it's also like just got this earthboundy type of humor and wit about it, uh, which is really, really, I don't know. It's it makes for some really great moments. And Joe's side quest is, I think, one of the funniest written <laughs> side quests out there. Like next to like the Cat Lady and a, a few others. There's oh, really- I look forward to finding it. Yeah. Yeah, makes I'm, me feel really, good. I'm, like I'm, I'm really ha- I'm happy it made it in the game. Yeah, me too. I was going to say the same thing. I'm happy the game's finally here. Like no lie, we talked about this game in the single digit episodes. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. Mhm. Like one of the first episodes, Kunal, you were on like episode 1 or 2. Yeah. Something like that, and you were hanging yeah. out with me, Tim, and Bogue and Chris just That's chatting right. about and all these years later, we're fine. We made it. You made it, and I'm still doing this. <laughs> we made it. We made it, man. <laughs> I'll take off. that win. I mean, honestly, like I, there were so many, like you know, I, I can't say that the project was like easy. This is like one of the hardest <laughs> things I've ever done. There were like so many moments where I was like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know if we're gonna make it on this thing. Um, like we. At one point, we walked away from our publisher, which I'm sure we'll get into in the longer, you know, when, when I'm back for, for the longer yeah. episode. But it, like, there's, there's all sorts of moments in the project where I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to ship. But, um, but we did. We did it, guys. We did it. We are here. I'm, I'm so happy for you, man. I know you don't have a lot of time with us, so I don't want to hold you up. I just wanted to bring you on at the beginning to congratulate you say i'm super proud of you that you finally got this out you finally got this for the world to enjoy uh later on in the episode we're going to review it. aki's going to talk about it and then we're going to end the show with uh, some music from the pixel noir arranged album tell us about that quick ooh, ooh. oh this is like one of my favorite part of the projects so uh fun fact I did not get to hear the Pixel Noir. So the Pixel Noir arranged album was an idea I had uh, like from forever ago. I'm a, you know, my background is in music and specifically doing video game remixes. And then I was, you know, scoring video games for a little bit and, and some, some, you know, I would say B, B grade films and, you know, ho- mainly horror films and stuff like that. Shitty podcasts. Sh- shitty oh. Hey, I'm I'm really impressed. You're still using the theme, right? I you you send me the n- new theme every time uh, it gets updated. I'm it's, I'm really it's impressed. It's the same theme, but it's just different spin on it. Ro Panagante did the current theme. Uh, you sent me a folder of all of the all the different variations, and it's like it was mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna have like two or three. You sent me there's like what ten or fifteen in that in that up, folder. We're, up to 12 because after rose mustin did one and norg did a special one for our uh 11th anniversary episode that he did in 11 8 you would love that oh i'm gonna have to go listen to that for sure i'll send it to you so i had this network of like (laughs) just awesome awesome composer friends and um vgm artists and and then you know, I decided, hey, it would be really cool. We got Hiroki Kakuda on the project to co-compose with me uh, for the soundtrack. It would be really cool to just get a bunch of friends together and do an arranged album um, 
you know, it's always been something I've wanted to do. So we so we made it happen. Uh, Mustin was the producer on this whole th- shebang, and uh, frankly, I you know it was done about five years ago. I did not get to hear it until it launched with all y'all. Like I did not hear it for five years because Mustin wanted me to have like candid reactions to all of the tracks. So and I know it, he wanted to play it for you like at Magfest, but it just never came together. Yeah, yeah, he was sick, and and then I ended up backing out of Magfest this year uh, because I've got twins on the way. And fucking uh, yeah! Gradual, oh my god, <laughs> we we just got a fucking yeah sound effect from Lloyd subbing right as you said you're having twins. <laughs> <laughs> the timing was awesome. incredible. Uh, Lloyd, thank you for the sub injury. Thank you for subbing earlier in the show. I didn't get to shout that out yet, but thank you so much for the sub. Uh, Jacob's here. Finally joined us. Yeah. Yay. Jacob, do you remember Kunal? Did you guys meet? Yes, of course we did. I I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we did. Hey, Jacob. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kunal. I mean, congratulations on the twins. (laughs) Thank you. It's 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 a it's gonna be it's a busy year for me. <laughs> we just put it that way. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the next. We're, wait, don't you already have a kid? I do. Yeah. Okay. I've, I was gonna son. say, yeah. Like the next. I was about to say, like the next like six years are gonna be super busy. But congratulations, you just tacked on like another, you know, however many extra years of busyness. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm well aware. Yeah, we, we've. It's like, you know, when when something like. When you have twins, like, because you never like, you know, if you have twins, uh, you know, without, uh, you know, a, a, any, any, um, I, I guess, help <laughs> when, when you're kind of not planning for it, um, like in vitro or whatever. But, you know, without that, like, if you're not planning for it, it kind of is like a holy crap moment. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The plan was never three. The plan was two kids. How's this going to work? So, Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah, it's, a, it's a, like yeah. this is amazing and holy holy crap all in one moment. Yeah, yeah, right, Kunal. We all know that you were just like, ah, look what I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, super strong. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yep. Olympic swimmers. That's right. <laughs> that Jesus was like Christ. the the first like I don't know. Four people I told all said the same thing, which is exactly that. They're like, ah, strong swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the arranged album. <laughs> you can see we still get off topic constantly. So that hasn't changed. That's good to see. It's good to see. <laughs> um, yeah, the arranged album is, uh, I think, 13 tracks. Uh, I've got a track on it. Hiroki Kakuda has two tracks on it, uh, which are incidentally his original tracks, just FYI. So what happened is he he had a couple of uh, originals that I pulled into the album. Uh, We massively reworked them, so it's more of a collaboration between him and me for the original soundtrack. But you can hear his originals on the arranged album, which is super cool. Uh. Um, We got a bunch of, honestly, legends. We got Dan Cannon, Mustin did a track. Uh, Sean Beeson, who's just incredible. Will Roger, uh, Mega Ran threw a track on there. Um, I know I'm forgetting folks. Maxo, Lacey Johnson. I mean, it's 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 like a really packed. Uh, uh, who else am I thinking? Maze Dude, Chris Getman, Zircon, and uh, the one Zircon. ups. 
And the one-ups. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Nice. Yeah. It's like a dream lineup for me, honestly. So I'm really proud of it. Well, you should be. It is an awesome album. It is an awesome game. We are going to talk about it later in the show, but we will let you get going. We're already over the 10 minutes that you gave us. So <laughs> I don't, don't want to hold you all night. I know you have a lot of work you got to get done. I uh, want to hold you all night. I want to hold them all night, too. <laughs> Uno, when am uh, I going to see you again? I know. I Dude, I he just I, said he's having twins. You're never going to see from one parent to another, I could just, we're just going to make plans to meet up for the next 40 years and we're never going to do it. It's yeah. Just- we're going to compare calendars and just never align on a time. Like, okay, how's, how's next year? Nope. 10 years. Nope. Sorry. No, it's at 24. And then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Does know if Muslim July? convinced you to go to VGM con yet. He did ask me about it. Now I'm I'm probably not traveling for a little like you know a little bit until uh, twins are a little older and my wife probably uh, will, will need to recover from everything. So I'm probably out of the traveling game for just a little bit. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely think you know once I'm back to traveling, which probably won't be that that long, honestly. Um, I definitely think uh, we should hang out, Joe, for sure um Make it i'll be down i'll be down in like philly area now every now and then so we should definitely hang out yeah i'd make a trip down there to see you yeah hey, jacob too while i'm down that way oh uh, ah, forget about that guy <laughs> yeah oh, fuck him uh <laughs> kunal. if you do go see him punch him in the throat for me yeah there's <laughs> violence all around kunal thank you so much for coming on hanging out with us uh, the game is Pixel Noir. You are Sword Tech Games. Give us the plug. How can people get it? How much is it? Uh, give us all the details real quick. Yep, it is twenty four ninety nine on Steam, but it is on sale for um, the promo week. So today through, um, I want to say next Friday, uh, it is on sale for twenty percent off. So you can get it for about twenty bucks uh, on Steam. If you go to www.pixelnoir.com. Um, you'll get all the links there, or if you just go to Steam and search for Pixel Noir, uh, we're um, thankfully we're uh, showing up as number two under top uh, new and, and 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 noteworthy or new and trending RPGs, and we just got up to the number fourteen spot on the total RPGs overall on on Steam. So really, really excited cool. about everything. Very cool. Well, Kunal, I will talk to you in two weeks, as long as uh, the the twins don't come early. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate uh, the time and and the opportunity. You have any final words? Um, Sure. Here we go. Oh, man, that was good. I love Kunal. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that his game is released. I'm so happy that it's doing well. Uh, Let's hope that he could get in touch with a publisher and make the console release happen. Hell yeah. Nice. I'm trying to get him in touch with some publishers, so fingers crossed. Yeah. Something could work out. That'd be awesome. (laughs) So, news. News. Has there Not, been any? Nothing noteworthy happened this week, did it? No, uh, totally. No. Not at uh, all. No. Let me think really hard. 
No, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Uh, it has been a turbulent week in the world of Xbox. Uh, the rumor mills have been blowing up and going absolutely batshit. First, it was Hi-Fi Rush is going to Switch and PS5. Then it was Sea of Thieves is going to go to PS5. Then, then new it was reports- everything. <laughs> Shut up. And then new reports came out claiming Microsoft is going to launch Starfield on PS5. After that, reports that Indiana Jones would release alongside the Xbox version on PS5. And then there were reports that Xbox wanted to release Gears of War on the PS5. After all of that, Phil Spencer finally came out and said, We hear you. They're going to share their vision for the future of Xbox next week. So we just have to wait patiently and all will be revealed. Yeah. Well, except well, and, something and, will and be as, revealed. <sighs> and, and yeah. as we know, the internet it was calm and patient. <laughs> yeah, and you know there was definitely nothing to worry about. Uh, totally. No. Uh, Especially when GameStop ha- accidentally posted something typo. and removed it. You know. Yeah. Uh, what did, did GameStop do? I missed that. So they tweeted uh, that. Um, you'd be able to play all sorts of Xbox games on Microsoft Game Pass. Interesting. Saying that it was like a rebranding. Yeah, that's what people were jumping on. Yeah, instead yeah, of I Xbox. So, however, it's been deleted, but some people think that by removing the Xbox name, that's what's going to be able to get Game Pass on all the other consoles, or that's what Microsoft is just going to call it when it goes into other consoles. So. I somehow highly doubt that, considering they literally just rebranded it all. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that wasn't the end for rumors with Xbox, because there were more rumors that Xbox is going to have two next-gen consoles in 26, including a handheld. Hmm. I didn't yeah. hear that one. No? Nor did I. That's- yeah, that's, that's the one rumor I saw popping up on Reddit, that uh, they're going to have two consoles. First... Xbox is dying. Now they're going to have two consoles. Release. Can yeah, the internet well, take I, a I fucking kind of ex- side? <laughs> I kind of expect two consoles from this point forward. There's always probably going to be one with a disk drive, and there's going to be one that's all digital. Oh, no. I don't think we're going to see mm. a disk drive next gen. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think uh, the reason why they're pushing so much on the Game Pass thing is to move everyone to a cloud thing. So then you could just play all your Xbox games wherever you go. Uh, on literally, that, But you could still only play Game Pass games and Fortnite. That's it. Even games that were on Game Pass and left, you can't play those on the cloud anymore. And it doesn't make any sense why you can't. They were playable on the cloud. Just open up the full library if people own the games. Yeah, but maybe that's going to be like what um, uh, was... It's not, it's not actually called xCloud or whatever, is it? Yeah, I feel like it was yeah. okay. I'm because I mean, like, what if like that suddenly becomes part of the service? Like anything that's X Cloud enabled, you can play through Game Pass. I would like that to be true. I don't think that would ever be a thing that happens. Well, that's that's kind of how it is right now. The only games yeah, but, that are X Cloud enabled are Game Pass. I know, but what I'm saying is that if you've bought it, you can play it through whatever. Mm. Maybe like, it's. I mean. I'm just spitballing here as to like what it could possibly be based on what we've already seen for like, (laughs) for like 10 bucks, maybe. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Uh, even more crazy Microsoft-related news. Toys of Bob and Sledgehammer games were both hit with more fucking layoffs. 86 people at Toys for Bob, 76 at Sledgehammer games. Both of the studio's uh, physical offices have shut down, and workers are working remotely until they get new offices. Uh, there's a lot of talk that they shut down the studios. That is not true, but they did lay off a whole bunch of people, and that still sucks. I remember when I was all excited because they bought up these places, and they said they were going to be making games, and then they bought up all these places, and they fired most of the people who make the games and haven't made next to any fucking games. Toys for Bob just had that crappy uh, Crash Bandicoot game. Mm. They were like, saying what, what? it was just an official filing from previous layoffs. I have not heard that. Yeah, that was kind of the impression I got was that that, that was that was like a more specific report of some of the 1900. Ah. Just that that's like an additional follow up to that they've closed their doors kind of thing for now. So, yeah, mm. that would make sense. Mm. Anyway, uh, some more big news. Disney is investing $1.5 billion into Epic Games. We'll see how I mean, that goes for Epic. I mean, they're probably just going to burn it all in Fortnite, so... I, I'm i not happy with Epic. Like The whole Rock Band news is it was just so deflating for me that they were ending DLC to focus on fucking Fortnite Festival. No, that's bullshit. Fortnite if they want to test the new rhythm game... If they could, if they want a new rhythm game, do Rock Band Five. We don't need to throw everything in fucking Fortnite. I'm not gonna download an 80 gig game so I could play 30 songs in Fortnite Festival. No fucking way. It's just not. Yeah. I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, let's see what other news. Game Pass. Everyone loves Game Pass. Microsoft Game Pass news is here. Uh, <laughs> Bunch of games join the service. Uh, we got Anucard this week, Train Sim World 4 this week, Madden 24 joined EA Play. It is not available on xCloud. Uh, next week, we're getting Resident Evil 3, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, A Little to the Left, and Plate Up. I'm excited for A Little to the Left. Yes. I wanted that. Yeah, same here. What's that one about? That's like a cat it's just another chill game. game. Yeah. Yeah, you... There's like a there's like a cat that's like paw keeps getting in the way and you're like trying to sort things. It's yeah, <laughs> super chill. Nice. I didn't know it had a cat in it. I just knew it was an organizational game and that just made me excited because I love <laughs> organizational games. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like farming sims, but I like every other boring ass type of game that there, <laughs> that there is. Like and this game it's like unpacking like, in a sense. Kind of, yeah. Yes, when when I saw it, that was the first thing I thought of. Even though they are completely different, like let's say you have a toolbox and you dump everything in it all over the place. The game is you're putting it all back in place to where it all fits in a very specific place. That's uh, that's the entire. Okay, game. I'm looking at screenshots, and yeah, this looks interesting. Yeah, right, I'm sold. So That'll be yeah. on Game Pass yeah, know, next right? week. So Yay. yeah, I'm gonna play it there. immediately. And then February 20th, Return to Grace hits Game Pass. I don't know that one. Uh, not all good news. Games gotta leave. And uh, two are departing the service with Galactic Civilizations 3 and PC and Opus Echo of Starsong. 
That's which I don't know anything about. It's supposed to be really good. You you went around and there was lots of music in it. That's all I know about it. But it was apparently uh, decent. Oh, have to pick it up before it leaves. Get your twenty percent off. Uh, speaking of bloodstained. Ritual of the Night is getting some costume DLC in the future with three paid packs and one free one coming. The free one? Shantae! <laughs> you will probably half- have to name the character Shantae for that. Great. Cool. I approve. The Half Genie cosmetic pack contains the following items. A Half Genie outfit for the body. Uh, a vest and tiara for the accessories. A blade and pistol for the weapons a bandana for the head, and a fireball for your directional shard. If you put it all together, I believe you get a fancy special, like, bonus something. I know the the DLC mentioned that there was something on top of that if you wore everything. I apparently forgot to write that down because I'm bad at my job. It's okay. We're all bad at our jobs here. Yeah. I love Blitzing Ritual Night. That was great. Oh, shit. Yeah, Bree Bree does now. (laughs) I I know what now? What you're doing. Oh, yeah. That's a rumor, a vicious rumor. No. <laughs> vicious not, rumor. Not really. I, I really feel like you're the most prepared out of any of us. So, you know. I'm always prepared to do my specific job and only that. You're prepared to shit <laughs> all over Jacob. Yes, and that's a majority of my job. Ooh, really? So when you're coming <laughs> yes. out here, I'll put down the tarp for you. <laughs> I may have vomited a little in my mouth, but only a little. Come on, Aki. Shit. Oh, no, stop. Nope, 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 nope. Give me a good old. Hey, Hogwarts. Oh, God. Kids' game. (laughs) Hogwarts Legacy is officially 2023's best selling game. Speaking of Cleveland Steamers. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That game was. It was fine. It, It was a whatever game. It was very middling. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah, as I said, it was fine. It was very middling. It doesn't make it bad. It just it exists. I thought it was better than that. Really? Anyway, more news. Final Fantasy fourteen full game will require Game Pass uh, Core or Ultimate to play. The free trial will not. So if you're okay. getting Final Fantasy fourteen, there you go. Uh, also, apparently, Final Fantasy XIV's beta is not open for current players of the game because of how you have to link your Xbox account, which is apparently unlinkable. Thanks, Square. Uh, if you are a current player and you create a new account in this game, it will overwrite your current progress and everything. <gasps> Oh no! I hate yeah. to be whoever figured that out. Oh, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. So the beta is only officially open when it opens for new players to the game, or people who don't mind losing literally everything. Oh, that that'll be oh, later no. this year sometime. Still no date on that. But uh, let's see. Persona Three Reload Reload sold a million copies in the first week, becoming the fastest selling Atlas title in history. Nice. Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Katakawa Games, parent company of From Software, acquired Acquire from Gung Ho. Acquire are known for the Octopath series and the Akiba Strip series. Hmm. Interesting. So it'd be cool if that came to more platforms, although I'm sure Xbox would be like, eh, you cannot have breasticles on our platform. And Aki would cry. 
The idea just makes me want to already. Just Anyway, <sighs> final bit of news I got. System Shock Pinball is hitting Pinball M next week. Cute. So that's the news I got. Aki, you got any news this week? No. Nothing other than, you know, Skull and Bones, the Ubisoft CEO, you know, defending it when it's, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Expand on so, that. But- well, uh, he's defending the $7 uh, price point of the game, even though it's live service trash, you know, like live service trash always is, uh, by saying it's a quadruple A product when uh, from what I understand almost everyone who's played it's like this is maybe a $20 game Mm. which is really painful to hear because a lot of people were really excited for that game and it doesn't seem like a lot of them are particularly enjoying it I don't know why though because I don't play games like that Um, I've watched some of the betas yeah, I, I've watched enough people play the beta to know that it's just not interesting to me. Um, and <sighs> a- again, it's like live service game is just not just I I have so much space in my life for that. And I've already got one that works perfectly fine. <laughs> and um, I'm invested in it. So I'm good. Yeah, ha- have you played uh, Black Flag, the Assassin's Creed Black, Fra- Black yes. Flag yes. game? And I well, loved it. it. Is everything about Skull and Bones just the piratey stuff in that, or did they screw that up? Because that's the only way I can imagine people being like, this game sucks, is if they screwed that up, because that is what everyone wanted, was more of that. I mean, it looks similar to some of the naval combat from that, but it doesn't look like there's much else to the game besides that, and I that's just not yeah. my thing. Okay. And, you know, betas are limiting, so I don't know if there's other story elements to it or anything like that. But if it's just naval combat and, like, upgrading your character endlessly, like, I'm I'm good. I don't need, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out when it releases. What's the date on that one? I, I stopped following it because of all the delays. Yeah, I don't know what the actual release date is. I just know that... Uh, uh, the like 16th, the next, next week. Beta. Okay, yeah. Well, so next the, Friday. The, the most recent beta, like, kind of did a a launch which is their soft launch of the game essentially and uh a lot of people have been like plugging it in to check out the beta so yeah hmm. all right brie what news do you have uh you already covered pretty much everything i think i had on my list jacob anything uh yeah i have a few news stories uh super mega baseball 2 has been delisted from the xbox oh, yeah. store and oh. the server will close in july Apparently, EA realized I was the only one left playing. So, <laughs> so they were I mean, like, you can uh, still "We got play it. You just can't play online." Yeah, and the nice thing is, is that none of the achievements require you to be online. So, hooray for that. Um, Good, but they but they probably also want people to you know fork over the money for Super Mega Baseball Four. Um, so or play it on Game Pass. <laughs> oh, is it on Game Pass now? Isn't it? I thought I it was. There so. is three on Game Pass. I would think. I don't know because I own three, so I don't. I don't know. Four is the only I one that I don't like. have. But um, Apps, library. Yeah, yeah, I'm not willing to look for it because it's one of the words in it is baseball. <sighs> yeah, four's in yeah. EA Play. Three and four, both of them. 
Oh, I, mean, I didn't because I know that they had the demo in there, like the ten-hour demo. I didn't know that it was the full game. It now. just it just shows under EA Play as as their EA Play. So if it's All right. if I'm I'll, wrong, I'll, the the system is showing me the wrong info. So okay, it's uh, it's I just mean, showing it's there. You can just blame EA. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, EA, for but, there we go. Not having the the. Mm, Fuck yeah, you, Aki. Good. <laughs> no, good, it's fuck good, EA. It's always good, that place. Good Thank job. You. Anyways, speaking of EA, Star Wars Jedi Survivor uh, won the Grammy for Best Video Game Soundtrack. Oh, Nice. Neat. Congrats to them for that, I guess. And uh, let's see. What's this one here? Oh, yeah. Sonic Movie Watch. <laughs> Although <laughs> part of it's going to be Sonic TV Watch. Mm. Uh-huh. We, Joe, we need a theme. The, we need, we need the a theme bam, bam, bam. song. Like it's it's Sonic Movie Watch. There we go. That worked. That fit it. Or how about it's no. Sonic Movie Watch? Here comes the money. Here we go. Oh, I like that even better. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That was kind of fun. Um. All right. It's so. Sonic Movie Watch. Break it down. No. I no. No, it really needs to be something like quick and speedy. Oh, here we go. It's Sonic Movie Watch. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) We could go that route, too. That's That's... my excitement level for it, generally. So, yeah, go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so the Knuckles series has a premiere date of April 26th on uh paramount plus it's going to be a six episode uh streaming event is what they're calling it um and they did release a poster and a trailer for it i haven't seen the trailer yet um but the poster looks pretty cool and uh um sonic the hedgehog 3 has started filming or restarted filming um they announced a bunch of cast members most of the people i don't know so i also so there's also speculation that some of them may be uh, voice actors uh, for some of the characters because they still have yet to re- reveal who uh, Shadow is going to be pl- uh, played by. However, I there's a rumor about that. Oh, who, who? Oh, I like I just in passing, like someone had said something about like Hayden Christensen, or that was something like hopeful or something. Oh wow, that <laughs> that would be interesting. Um. But uh, they did, however, confirm today that on the soundtrack from Sonic Adventure 2, Crush 40, uh, their song Live and Learn will be uh, featured in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. That's cool. Right. Seems That's all I got. That's it? Yeah, that's it. And is it review time already then? Uh, Sure. I mean, I, I I guess it could be. All right, well, let's get things started with Pixel Noir, developed and published by Sword Tech Games, released Friday or February 8th, might I say Friday, released February 8th on Steam for $24.99, untangle a gripping conspiracy in this noir-influenced mystery, laced with classic RPG elements, navigate seedy streets to collect clues, upgrade skills, and customize weapons all in turn-based combat with timed hits and combos to reveal the dark truth that plagues the city's core and your sanity. Uh, if you are hanging out in our chat, we're going to do a giveaway for the soundtrack for this game on Bandcamp. So pay attention nice. there. But for now, Aki, tell us about Pixel Noir. Okay, and this. You play as a uh, starting up as a rookie detective for the police force. 
and you're out to look at a murder uh, because, you know, that's what cops do. And uh, very quickly, you get pulled into some other weird shit where you start seeing monsters out of people and uh, very quickly land yourself in prison for kind of maybe sort of blowing up an entire hospital filled with uh, homeless people. It happened so quick. Like, it escalated so fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. It, it went from zero to 100 real quick. Uh, and, then, and then the very first chapter is, you're in prison. <laughs> yep. It goes from, you're a rookie on the police force, you're in prison, and then the game actually opens up to what the game actually is, which is now you're a private eye because um, obviously you're not going to be a cop anymore. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, uh, you get called in by a big corporation who is shady as shit to go find somebody and you end up finding a lot of other people that you can do tiny little side missions basically to go help them with stuff. Like you can help a little old lady find her cat I'm not going to explain any further than that because that would ruin the hilarity of that situation. And uh, yeah, uh, you basically walk around the city. Uh, often different parts of it are blocked off from you, so you can't go everywhere at first. Uh, usually there are blockades and cop cars everywhere because this neighborhood is, um, how to say this politely, fucking terrible uh there everywhere you go there are gangsters wandering the street and if they see you they're gonna come and beat the shit out of you hopefully you can survive long enough to make enough money to buy all the healing items you need because there's no ability to be like okay i got the shit beat out of me let's go to a save point and just touch that and max heal and i really would like that to be added into it because <laughs> man it's real easy to lose health because the thing is when you're walking around some enemies are significantly stronger and higher level than you would you like to know how to tell when they're higher level than you you get hit by them and lose almost all your health in one hit oh gee because the game doesn't tell you otherwise uh, <laughs> and the the higher level they they are than you, the harder it is to run away from them. So they get more free hits that you can't take while you're trying to run away. Uh, all of the combat uh, is it's all turn based. However, there's also a timed aspect to attacks and defense. So when the enemy comes to hit you, they usually jump in front of you, and then you see the shield basically. Uh, the outline of a shield and then it fills blue and once it turns yellow if you hit a button quickly enough you'll take even less damage you'll take less damage and when you attack an enemy when you jump in front of them to punch them stab them or blow their brains out uh which is the best thing uh a little uh aiming reticule shows up and when it fully fills it turns yellow and if you hit the button fast enough you'll do a critical attack, and you'll hit twice. At least I've only seen two hits. I haven't seen them do more than that. I yeah, assume someone I probably too. can hit like ten times. Who knows? Um, you do eventually get other characters to join your party. I did not reach that point personally, uh, because I have a tendency to forget where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do. And the <laughs> And I know there's somehow a way for the game to tell you how to do it. It told me I can somehow see that via the quest screen and the map, but 
I haven't quite figured out how to get it to actually do what it tells me I can do. Um, and I, I've had some problems with the game personally. Uh, I've had it where the game will freeze on me and I have to just completely close it and restart it. You know, Steam stuff, it happens. Yeah. Uh, I've also had it while I was in the middle of trying to get away from enemies. Uh, it decided, hey, we're not going to listen to you push any buttons anymore. And then you just stand still and enemies come up to you and just start wailing on you. And it, and it makes me sad. Uh, <laughs> is that like, you know, a, those, is a, their controller issue at all? Or did it just like freak out? No, I was using my keyboard. I was, oh. I was using my keyboard straight up. So no, there, I, I don't know why that happened to the game, but that happened. Both of them happened Puna. a lot. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, there uh, is controller the, support for the game, though, which I was very happy with. I'm gonna have to try that. I haven't, I haven't fiddled with that. I'm gonna. All I did was, you know, keyboard, um, which is, it's complicated for me. I'm really bad at at using that um, because this is one of those where up doesn't put you directly north. It instead puts you at an angle, mm-hmm. and I'm bad at that. At least on the keyboard, I don't know if that's the case with the uh, controller or not. Is is that the case, Bree? I I felt like controller was pretty much as I expected it to be on controller, and movement was really easy. So okay, yeah. For for uh, the keyboard, you move at the angles instead mm. of straight and uh, straight and <laughs> up and yeah. down or left to right. And I always get screwed up when I do games like that because I think that might have been part of the reason why it just would sometimes stop registering buttons because lots of systems don't like when you hold shift and then up and left or up and right or down and left and down and right. It kind of gets a little finicky sometimes. Uh, so I will have to uh, try it with a, a, a controller because I did not do that. Um, throughout the game, you can buy new weapons. You can buy a ton, a metric fuck ton of different healing items. All of them, they're not like, oh, this gives you 5 HP or 10 HP, it's like, this will give you 5% of your health back. This will give 15, 25, whatever. And usually they also heal a status ailment as well. Like energy drinks, I think, uh, make you not tired anymore. uh, And something prevents paralysis, stuff like that. Um, You can also, when you buy weapons to uh, get better ones, you can also buy attachments for them. So you can get like a short barrel for your pistol or a long barrel, scopes, stuff like that, which is, I really appreciate that. That's really fun to play with. Uh, And you can also buy clothing for your character. Sadly, it doesn't change what your character looks like. That would have been really awesome, but I also understand that would have been a lot of damn work. Uh, But different outfits have different stats that they fiddle with. Most of your accessories are like hats and stuff like that, hats and gloves and shoes, stuff like that. So that's kind of fun. Um, and yeah, I mostly spent the game walking around and trying to find all the items uh, that were in the city whilst trying to figure out what the hell I was supposed to do because I'd forgotten <laughs> where I was supposed to go. Because again, I'm terrible. Um, occasionally, you do have access to this special power because you can see these monsters for some reason in the game. I didn't get far enough for the game to outright tell me. I have a pretty good idea of why, but I'm not going to share that. Uh, and basically, you hit this button, and you 
freeze in place. I don't know if anything else moves while you're in this, but it highlights stuff you can interact with. And like, if you're trying to look uh, for somebody or investigate something, it'll show you clues and stuff that are around there. So you can go and find the clue real easily and stuff like that. And it's, it's a very interesting mechanic. I really like it. But the downside is you see monsters. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, no, I mean, that was like the plot part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see the monsters and uh, they're tentacly and they really want to slap you with their tentacles. Take that how you will. Um, <laughs> uh, when you say slap, are we talking like a slap all to the, the face or a all the loving, loving, caressing slap? I wouldn't call it loving. Maybe caressing, oh. but not lovingly. Uh, mm. <coughs> this is not after dark, Jacob. Ah, okay. Mm, All right, that clarifies. It could be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, but yeah, you can you can enter a lot of buildings. You can go into alleyways occasionally. They have some that are opened up, and you can dig through trash and find donuts and stuff that you're going to eat, because this is an RPG. Um, <laughs> and you're totally going to stuff your face with a donut you found in the trash. It, it is healthy. Uh, and yeah, that's really the basis of everything around the game that I managed to see. Bree, what are your what thoughts? About you? um, all right. So from my notes here, um, it is, it's, it's a noir JRPG. Like I, I think the opening sequence alone was just like, Oh, this is exactly what I would expect from like final fantasy six. But like, if it were a noir, <laughs> um, the title screen theme is perfectly noir. The music was pretty good so far. Um, there was a good amount of pixel depth and detail in the art. Uh, each chapter start has like a little comic strip scene or not strip, but like a comic page uh, with a little bit of exposition of kind of like the next stage of what's going on, which I thought was really cool, has a slightly different art style. So it really gives like that comic splash kind of thing. Um, like I, I've only gotten to, I just started chapter three. So I haven't I, I mean, it's there's a lot that goes on in those first two chapters. Like it's 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 it, it escalates quickly. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, the, uh, yeah, it really, the first really three does. Chapters are completely <laughs> different from each other. <laughs> yeah, um, and the writing has been really good so far. The pacing has been really good. Um, I was enjoying the combat, um, although I I got to a point I was running out of time, but uh, I got to a point where I got to the the first sort of like little mini boss fight, and then I totally tanked because I was not <laughs> thinking about healing. And uh, I got a really lovely game over screen with that that was just like perfect with the little you know casket and and everything. I really is you know game over gumshoe. Uh, so yeah, no, that was that was good stuff so far. Good stuff. I, I've seen that a few times myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, the game clocks in at twenty four ninety nine. What are your thoughts as of right now? I do want to take another look at this in a week or two, uh, since we'll have the devs on in two weeks to chat about the game. I want to take another look when people are further in to, to see what y'all think. But as it stands now at 25, what are your thoughts? From what I've played so far, it has some issues, and I think they could fix up some things other than just those issues, like giving us levels and stuff on enemies and maybe letting us automatically freely heal at save points, stuff like that, just to... Because, again, when you're out and about, the enemies are there, you knock them out, you don't kill them. They'll yeah, stand back up nice and chase after you again. 
to be able to go back to my office and like lay down on the couch that there was like a whole big to do about like, like, oh yeah, this is the best place to sleep. Like, it'd be nice if I could go and like agree to sleep and like, you know, heal up and then save at the phone. And like, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. But I, I there's, have that, like, you have to make money. Abused. Yeah. And yeah. it is, it is very hard to make money. Because you have to spend all that money on healing kits and enemies kick mm-hmm. the shit out of you if you're not good at perfect guarding. Yeah. Um, so I think some some tweaks to make it a little easier or give us difficulties that will let you have stuff like that in it uh, if you're not good at it, I think that would really elevate the game. As is, I think it's probably worth it because I've really enjoyed the story and yeah. the pacing and everything a lot so far. I'm not particularly good at it because <laughs> rhythm uh but i think it's worth it currently already yeah i would agree the story is compelling and uh the music is good and i i i feel like it's fitting that like exactly what it is it's it's a noir jrpg like if that's what they wanted to make like that's that's what i'm seeing like exactly yeah so it's uh it's it's pretty darn cool cool all right, next game, Brain Show Party Quiz. Developed and published by Simplicity Games. Multiplayer mode released January 19th, and the game is $14.99 on Steam. Uh, complete your, or compete with your friends in brand new quiz game, now with online multiplayer. Take part in a crazy TV show, dynamite explosions, sobbing mates, ruined friendships, and more. Sound like fun? It will be with Brain Show the Quiz Game. Bree, tell us about your time with it. Right. So, um I feel like this this new multiplayer mode is is like the the hype for right now because I feel like this came out a little while ago. Um and uh I sadly I just want to start out by saying I tried to do the multiplayer mode and I could not find any people to play with. Um I tried, you know, quick games. I tried um doing um like start a game and wait and so the only i was only able to play against um myself essentially to just check out the game um this it doesn't feel like there's a lot of player base of people who are wanting to uh jump into random games so that was the only downside for me um otherwise it's uh it's like a throwback to the game show quiz style um of game like um playstation buzz quiz tv show um you know you've got multiple languages in support for the game which is good um there's alternate controller style so you can uh, assign separate key keys to different players in your in your local multiplayer um or you can use a qr code and it utilizes some steam link thing and you can do stuff on your phone that you just all have to be on the same network so like you can't stream it and play uh, distant that way you would have to use uh, you would have to have people who own the game and can multiplayer the game uh, that way um, but yeah it's got lots of questions it's got a good cheesy um, host like not too cheesy but cheesy enough uh, there's a good amount of you know like corny jokes you're going to hear during the like the vacuum round he might say something about and we'll see if the answers really suck or you know something uh-huh. like that yeah yeah uh, he didn't exactly say that particular thing. That's just kind of the punny humor you might expect from the game. It's just going to provide you with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get to you get to name your character and they have a preset uh, like amount of names to choose from so that they actually will read your name out loud during the game show. So it feels mm. like you're you're in there. 
Um, and it's not trying to pronounce like whatever you type in. So my character was named Black Widow. Um, uh, let's see. In uh, there's there's like a lot of different types of rounds. So there's different. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of some examples here. Like it's not just a straight up trivia game. There's there's like gimmicks to the different rounds. You can vacuum points from other players. You might have to buzz in to answer. Um, sometimes. Uh, you'll bet points. Uh, there was like a trap door thing that was pretty cool. Um, each game is like five rounds and a grand finale. If you get uh, to the grand finale round, which is pretty cool, um, you actually get like a little uh, paintball gun or squirt gun or something. And everybody who is in the game is standing on these little tiny platforms. And if you buzz in and get the right answer, you can shoot people until their platform is gone and then they don't get to win. So that's <laughs> like a really cool, like friendship ending thing at the end. Um, You're going to say if this was on the par of uh, Mario Party with destroying friendships. Yeah, I mean, like I could see this being a really fun thing to play with friends. Unfortunately, I didn't have any friends to play it with, so I missed out on the fun of that part. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's there's 41 categories, over 5,000 questions available, 13 different competition styles. You can play up to eight players, online or local. Um, I, as I said, I, uh, I I didn't have anyone to play with at the time that I played like the local multiplayer. I just used my 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 right hand to play with me. Get joke intended. All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> the character models were. Um, let's see. They they were kind of like simplistic, but they had a good amount of life to them. So like it was entertaining to watch them jump around and move as they're like on the screen. Um, but yeah, um, and I would say like the the game time, like a, a round of the game or a game is about 30 minutes, which is like a decent amount of time investment for something like this. So you're like, you know, you want to play a couple of rounds with your friends like that's really good. Um, so, yeah, like I had fun with the game. It just I was not able to test out the multiplayer or find people on a quick game or even just, you know, there didn't seem like there was a lot of player base for the online multiplayer part. Yeah. Um, but it would be fun to play with friends, for sure. Well, it clocks in at 15 bucks. What are your thoughts on this game? I, I would say it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good uh, game if, you are, if you've got some friends you want to play with and you all want to go in on it, or you've got people in your house that you can play with. Um, I think I like the setup where you can use your phones as a controller. Um, in the absence of friends, it's it's like a it's you know knocks it down a, a little peg for me because again I couldn't uh, I couldn't just join a quick game online so yeah. overall decent just uh, need need to get that player base up or or agree to go in with some friends if y'all like to play trivia together. Cool. All right, next game, Ninja Kids Time Masters, developed and published by Select to Play, released July uh, yeah July January thirty first. I wish it were July chili released january 31st on xbox one series x and s for 20.99 the three greatest martial arts masters have been kidnapped and dr disaster and his henchmen have trapped them in different historical eras the ninja kids are the only ones able to cross the time vortex and use their abilities to rescue them and preserve the path of the ninja travel through time from the jurassic period to the future to find and rescue three martial arts masters Jacob and Bree, both you played this. Jacob, how about you start? What is Ninja Kid's Time Masters? So Ninja Kid Time Masters is a beat-em-up that is based 
on a, uh, I, I, I guess you would call them influencers. I like, essentially it's like four kids, um, who all practice martial arts, but like, I had never heard of these kids. Uh, I watched a little bit of their videos. It's not for me, but then again, I'm also 39. Um, and, uh, it turns out that they're actually like fairly successful. Like they have, uh, they actually have like a, like a small chain of, um, uh, you know, like urban air or like those, uh, like those trampoline parks. Oh yeah. That they have. Yeah. They've got a few of them out in like the Midwest and the South. Um, yeah. And so like a lot of it's like them goofing around with like martial arts stuff, like four ninjas versus a werewolf or like, uh, you know, just like positive stuff about like getting out and exercising and, all that kind of stuff. So they seem pretty wholesome. So like grudgingly, I can't knock them on that one. Um, but at the same time, they're also like actual kids. So I'm not going to knock them on that, but I, ju- I just um, want to say, I hope they're using stage names because if their real names are Brighton, Peyton, Paxton and Ashton, their parents need to be like sat down and talked with. Those I wasn't going to go terrible. there. I wasn't going to go there, but, Yes. Anyway. <laughs> um but uh so anyway, yeah. Uh we're treated with uh this game which I don't know if it released on mobile first. It kind of has a very mobile feel to it, but whatever. Um but yeah, uh <laughs> like Agent Shark who is an actual shark with like a uh like a scratch over his eye and stuff like that. He informs the uh, the ninja kids that you know, oh, the grandmasters got uh, they got ambushed in their dojo at, like right after their breakfast meditation, and like they've disappeared and we don't know where. But here's this alien device that allows you to mess with time. But our scientists, because apparently these ninja kids also have scientists, I don't I don't know. But anyway. Um, but he's like, Oh, the scientists haven't figured it out yet. Oh, what does this button do? And so everyone gets sent back in time, but naturally, (laughs) naturally agent shark, who is definitely the most powerful out of everyone. He's told to go guard the time portal. Uh, so it's up to the ninja kids to go off and find the grandmasters, uh, throughout multiple levels that are based around various times and places uh and stuff um most of what i got to play around with was the uh medieval castle which is set in like 600 ad um in feudal japan where you're you know you're you're battling uh ninjas and they look kind of like orcs i don't know if they're supposed to be onis but um but yeah it's a it's a lot of beating up ninjas uh and stuff like that so I'm not going to lie. This game compared to other beat em ups does not have a lot going for it. Uh, the controls are fairly clunky. The game moves at for a beat em up. It's at a snail's pace, yeah. um, which on one hand I was like, as an adult, I was like, good Lord, this needs to move. But at the same time, if you're thinking about the target demographic and the kids who probably watch these videos, if this is their first beat em up, it actually moves at like a, I'm not going to lie. It moves at a fine speed for like a six, like for a kid who's like five or six. Yeah. Um, but for adults, like, no, like <laughs> that's, did your, did your like, kids play this at all? Did they try it? 
No, they ha- they haven't yet. Uh, we haven't really gotten them into beat em ups uh-huh. uh, yet. Um, they've played Ninja Turtles and X Men uh, for like back on the Xbox 360. Like they played like the ports of like the old arcade games, um, but we haven't let them touch anything like Streets of Rage or uh, Final Fight or anything like that. Like anything where like actual like humans are seen you know, and not based on a cartoon. Um, so you made them play the really hard arcade games. <laughs> they wanted to. All right. And, and the kids Hope have, like hitting they, the quarter button kids. <laughs> yeah. They've, they've actually beaten, uh, they've actually beaten X-Men. Uh, I don't know if they beat Ninja Turtles yet. Um, but yeah. So anyway, um, so yeah, controls are clunky. Uh, moves at a snail's pace. The voice acting, I think, is actually done by the kids uh, from you know the Ninja Kids YouTube channel, which is not great. But the audio levels <laughs> were like really all over the place for that. So yeah, it was, I'm not, it was some a little it, distracting. Some of it felt like you know it was in a professional recording studio. Other parts did feel like you know grandma's bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been a of- lot of games recently that have had to have that issue. Like I know uh, the race with Ryan games had wildly varying quality and audio between characters. Uh, some some indie RPGs like sometimes someone sounds, and then someone else is like right on the mic and they're talking yeah. <laughs> like this. The quest mm-hmm. to get the golden idol down the stairs. You're like yeah. I hate this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um like, audio is so important in games yeah it is it's speaking of audio being important in games the music oh my god everything is like a one minute song that is on a constant loop and all of these uh all of these levels go for like five to ten minutes and it's just it be, ends up becoming a, like this weird race to like get to the end so you just don't have to hear the music anymore I just played um, it without the music on. I mean, that's fair. I uh, like. Yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't turn off the music when I was playing. Um, oh shoot! There was something I had. There was something well, else you I wanted think to about mention. It, Brie, what are your thoughts? Um. So I mean, I I would echo a lot of the things that Jacob said. So like the story premise reminded me of a film I made in elementary school about like time travel. I'm not even kidding. I actually, my, my team that did this through the school, we won like the grand prize in the film festival. We, we entered it and it was pretty, pretty cool. It was claymation. Woo. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you, you know, it, it, it was immediately, though, a reminder that this game was was designed for a different audience than me. And so I had to kind of go with that in mind into how, you know, it, it was very my first beat up Controls were not great. Things moved a little slow. The levels felt a little too long at times. Um, but you get achievement rewards at every level. Um, you know, the the pacing for certain things was was good there. But then there were other things like I felt like I could never dodge the projectiles. There were too many characters with unbreakable blocks. And I found like some of the fighting was maybe even too tedious for the age that it was maybe representing. And that was a little disappointing. So um, and I did make it through the main story. Um, but then I tried to go to the boss rush and could not even could not even so <laughs> it was too it was too hard and like the the first boss is probably the hardest boss 
to fight because it requires you to do this special break move, um, which is like you have to hold up and Y and it doesn't always break the 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 block. And uh, yeah, I just like it took too many lives to just get through the first boss. If I hadn't lost any lives in the first boss, I probably could have made it through the boss rush because the rest of the bosses are like super easy in comparison. But uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was a little harder than I was expecting for the age group that I think it was intended for. All right. Oh, well, we got to talk price. It costs twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. What do you think? I if you're if you're a longtime fan of the beat 'em up genre then I would say no on this one. Like there's, there's a lot better beat up games out there. Ones that are far more challenging ones that have better controls and stuff like that. Honestly, though, as a parent, like this, like this isn't honestly a bad choice for like my kid's first beat up game, <laughs> which <Yeah. laughs> it feels like a weird, like description for it. Like Fisher Price presents my kids first beat em up. Yeah. Um, and then, then Jacob, <laughs> the question is, are you going to introduce your kids to this game? I'd have to run it by my wife first. Cause honestly, we yeah. like, we, we make, we make uh, decisions together on that kind of stuff. Um, that makes sense. I, I, I wouldn't be against it. I like, I wouldn't be against my kids playing this game. Um, you may want to wait for a sale, but as like a, you know, for like as an introduction to beat 'em up for uh, beat 'em up games for kids. I mean, I've honestly played worse. So yeah, it's it's below average, but it, it's also not the worst out there. But for but for twenty bucks, you're gonna want to wait for a sale. Yeah, I feel pretty similar there. What about if you could win it for free because select a play was awesome enough? To hook us up with two extra keys for the game, which we will be giving away in chat. So if you're hanging out, pay attention and type enter in chat and you could win a copy of Ninja Kids. And we'll do another one during the music later on in the show or something like that. I don't know. And whoever wins, if you find a a better move than I know, please let me know. Because I would love to get through that boss rush. I mean, play it. Let me know. Maybe I I missed something. Now I remember what the heck it was. Uh, the controls are like kind of weird too. You have to use left bumper to run, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. and it like, and it like, it just ends up being like this weird, like, it, like it ended up making my hands hurt, like mm. as an adult. So I can mm. I can't imagine what that's going to do for kids, um, unless they're like using like kid sized controllers uh, for yeah, that. Kind always of thing. double tap to run and beat them ups. Come on. Yeah, I I was a little surprised by that. But um yeah, also uh you do have like a super move which like allows you to transform and with all like the werewolves in this game, uh, sorry, like I realized like we already told you like our thoughts about the game, but I'm now remembering like what the heck else I wanted to talk about. Uh like despite the fact that there's like werewolves and orcs or oni or like whatever you want to call them in this game, like the kids just transform into these ninjas. Which, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is called Ninja Kids, but I already figured that they were ninjas, not like their alter egos were also going to be ninjas. Um, (laughs) And uh, you're allowed to do this transformation thing, which I was hoping for, like, some sort of cool, like, altered beast kind of thing. But all it really does is just let you, like, slash faster, which is welcome, but I kind of wish that, you know, your normal powers had moved at that speed. not. 
not the power-ups that come every once in a while. No. Are you done now? Yeah, I'm done now. All right, next game, <laughs> Indica Demo, developed by Odd Meter, published by 11-Bit Studios, releasing Q1 on Steam, coming later to consoles. Play a third-person story-driven game set in an alternative Russia of the late 19th century where religious visions clash with harsh reality. Indica tells the story of a young nun who sets off on a journey of self-discovery with the most unusual companion by her side, the devil. Bree, tell us about it. All right, so this there was a trailer for this on one of those somewhat recent game showcases, and I... I thought it was absolutely wild looking and I wanted to know more. So uh, it's a third person adventure horror game that follows the story of this nun in search of herself while she's being influenced by the devil. Um, and this will be coming to consoles. So um, when I got the opportunity to check out this demo with the Steam Next Fest going on, like that, that was pretty cool. Big downside for me, there was no controller support for the demo. So I really struggled a bit to get my keyboard and mouse on. Um, but I got through it, got through it. Um, the graphics are a beautiful mix of realism with this like weird pixely UI overlay for the gamification system of like redemption versus sin. Um, the whole thing feels like a black and white movie, but I mean, it's in color. It just, it's got this like very stark, like black and white sort of thing. And then you get these pops of color, which I feel are kind of like really important to these, these big moments. Um, the demo kind of just throws you into like a piece of the, just like the middle of a story somewhere. You've been kidnapped by some injured soldier who believes he's chosen by God and everything he's been told to do or would come, would, would happen is, is happening in front of him. Um, and then of course we get to hear our own voices cause we've got the devil just like hanging out with us. And he also serves as like a narrator. Um, there's a mm. section where he comes to argue with you over the value of sin and, like, what is the amount of sin for opening a private letter versus a murder? Like, if 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 um, opening a letter is, like, two sin, uh, a murder is, like, a hundred sin, like, at what point do you just go, mm, I guess it's not that bad and I can open the letter? So, once, we, once the devil gets hooks into you, you start to do certain things, and then the landscape changes and everything turns to red and the... the, the the audio changes and you get sucked into this thing. And the only thing you can do is pray to turn things back to normal, which was just a really cool mechanic. And there's like this platform puzzle area where you have to kind of find the balance between the way of the devil and the path of prayer to get across the room. Um, and the voice actor for the devil is fantastic. And he says things when you die, like what an undignified death. <laughs> and I just, I just like, and I died a lot in this one section. You get chased by a wolf or a dog, and there's a whole. I don't, I don't, I want to ruin the thing. You should totally go play the demo if you saw the trailer. You know what I'm talking about. This kind of just looked super quirky. Um, the soundtrack in it is also super quirky. Um, it has like these moments where this like metallic industrial sounds kind of mixed with music comes up in the background and it's just like very discordant and it doesn't fit with the game and yet it does in its own way and there's these very just jarring contrast between the beautiful serene kind of moments and like these these absolutely like horrifying little moments where you're running and and everything's broken and and falling apart and it's it's really like that contrast between you know the nun and the devil um 
So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really sure what to make of the game overall at this point from the demo, but um, I had a lot of fun with it. My interest is uh, definitely peaked, and I can't wait for this to come to console. So Ooh, yeah, well, I, uh, I looked at the trailer while uh, once Joe posted link to it. It looks really cool. I'm excited for this now too. Yeah, like one of the one of the so taglines cool. is "Ask and you shall be deceived." <laughs> That's like one of the, the taglines oh, for it. That. And in one of the trailers, he they uh, the narrator, the devil, he says, um, what is it? Like, oh, our, our good girl Indica, and she does all these things. But why, why of all the boring places would you want to go to heaven? <laughs> and that's like... <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see this when it comes to consoles. Very cool. Well, we will hopefully be able to cover that in the coming months. Uh, but, uh, for now, is this something people should wish list, keep their eyes on? Yeah, definitely. I would say, uh, g- give it a wish list. Um, I, I'm, I'm also, man, I'm excited for consoles also because I just do not keyboard and mouse. I, I had a rough time, but yeah, I would say definitely, uh, throw that on wish list and keep an eye on it. Cool. Keep an eye for more trailers too, because they, they do some really cool stuff with their trailers. Sounds good. All right. Well, Bree, that is it for you. We will let you get going. What all do you have on tap for the night? I'm going to be a pirate again. Pirate yar. That's like Skull my normal bones, Thursday. Right? No, <laughs> no. No, that, that, that PlayStation 5 game, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're beta testing uh, the PS5 version. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, All right. We'll see you next week. All righty. See y'all. Have a good night. See good ya. Night. Next game to talk about is Edge of Reality, developed by Moon Eclipse, published by Sometimes You, released February 16th on Xbox One, Series X and S, Windows Store, Switch, PS4, PS5 for $4.99 each. It seems that there can be no more boring profession in the world than an appraiser in a pawn shop. But meeting with a mysterious young lady brings one such appraiser through a series of strange events, changing Dan's initial perspective about his craft. In this game, immerse yourself in an intricate story where dreams and reality are intertwined into a single whole, where at some point reality itself may lose its stability. Aki, what is Edge of Reality? Okay, this is a visual novel. It is a uh, adventure one to a degree. There are a bunch of dead ends in it and a few different endings. Um, you play as exactly what was said uh you work at an antique store and a lady comes in one day and is like here have this brooch i don't even want to sell it you can just have it for free and of course that doesn't sound any alarm bells uh to you because um you're stupid that's why uh so you're like okay (laughs) cool uh and you know you have some nightmares the following day Someone comes and takes it from you one way or the other, you lose it. And then the lady's like, oh no, I actually really need that back, like right now. And you're like, well, uh, hmm, can't. And then you and her go off on a little, very short investigation uh, to hopefully find the uh, individual who took it and uh, stop them from unleashing some sort of evil upon this world with that brooch that she just handed to you. Um, and yeah, this, this is a very quick day, uh, game. I finished it all in a day. It was probably took me a few hours to do, and 
that mean and I by that I mean I went every single possible route there is in the entire game to find all of the achievements in it. And it still only took me a few hours. Um, So, (laughs) yeah. So this is a very short one. Most of it is you go to an area, you figure out a way to deal with things, and then you move to the next area immediately after a handful of lines uh, between people. At any point, you can get kicked out because you've screwed up. But that's that's really it. Um, So, yeah, there's... Uh, I think there were six or seven different places you get to visit in a playthrough of it, and that that's it. There's a handful of, cho- of choices. Most of them don't actually matter. Like, there's a bunch of times when you're going from one place to another place, you can ask the mysterious girl who you're helping. Uh, you can ask some questions about her real life, or you can choose not to. I don't know if that impacts anything in the game or not i it didn't seem like it did so all of those not particularly necessary unless you want to get to know her uh and which point you might as well just click not to talk to her (laughs) (laughs) she is a mysterious girl for a reason uh and yeah uh most of it is just like here's a couple choices in this area and here's some conversation that these people will have with each other to give you some information. Maybe it has something to do with the case that you're currently working on, or maybe it has absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, And yeah, then you get to the end and you see whether you fucked up, whether you fucked up real bad or whether maybe you did something kind of sort of right. And then you restart it. I always fuck up, but uh, the game's five bucks. Is that a fuck up? No, I think that's I think that's fine for what's here. Uh, it's it's not a particularly long game. Again, it only took me a few hours to to beat 100%. Uh so yeah, I think that's it's worth it. I thought the story was interesting. It didn't fully make sense at every turn, but that's because there's a lot of issues with finding information on purpose because they still wanted it to be kind of a mystery. So yeah. It, I still think it's a decent, quick little game, though. So, especially if you're an achievement hunter, go for it. Well, speaking of achievement hunters, it's available on Xbox One, Series X and S, and Windows Store. All separate $5 purchases. Uh, would you buy it once, twice, three times? What would you do? Personally, I don't tend to go for stacks. I think usually that's kind of silly. So, I would go once. Um, so... That's me personally, but if you really like achievements, these this is a very quick game to one hundred percent. And if you really want them achievements, go ahead and get it three times. It's well, if you plan to buy it, if you plan to buy it multiple times, the thing you do is you buy the Xbox One version first or the PS4 version first, and then you buy the new gen version because you save fifty percent. talk <laughs> yep had nothing to add to that i don't do that so that's what you think i don't really do it anymore either honestly but uh next game dr frank's build a boyfriend developed by hayden games published by rad lake games released february 1st on xbox one series x and s switch ps4 ps5 for 4.99 after being kicked out of both his phd program of plant science as well as medical school for pathology dr frank had pretty much resolved himself to a life of solitude and science that is until a handsome stranger knocked on his door and swept him off his feet jacob 
what's going on in Dr. Frank's build a boyfriend. So Dr. Frank's build a boyfriend is a, uh, kind of, it's, it's a visual novel, but also like a point and click adventure, uh, as well. And, uh, first off, understand everybody in this, uh, everybody in the, uh, in this game is gay. Like just, they are. Um, absolutely claiming Elton John levels of gay would be my guess. Uh, at least Dr. Frank is not on the level of like Rocky horror picture show, but you know, (laughs) um, (laughs) anyway, sounds fantastic already, (laughs) but, but, but it's uh, very interesting. So anyways, Dr. Frank has been kicked out of, uh, the local university and no longer allowed to teach classes there because of lots of unethical and like mysterious experiments that, you know, obviously have the town folk riled up. And so you're off in your own like little, you know, castle, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you have your minion Iggy who is there to help you and get all your stuff done, even though he's severely underpaid. Um, and you know, you're doing all your stuff. You're just like doing your evil experiments. And then one day, a handsome man shows up at your door asking, no, not you, Dr. Frank. I'm still talking about the game, not like the DoorDash (laughs) driver. Uh, Anyway, you're like, I'd love a Hawkeye to show up with some wieners. Um, So anyway, uh, so this Hawkeye shows up and he, not only is he interested in Dr. Frank, but he's interested in Dr. Frank's work. And the two start talking and eventually it becomes love, romantic, passionate <laughs> love. And then one day he leaves you and you discover he stole your work and he's about to present it at a lecture as his own. So what are you going to do? Obviously build a much hotter boyfriend using the same, uh, you know, regrowth of a, uh, dead people that you know dr frankenstein uses so in this one dr frank has to go to the local graveyard and you know piece together all the hot parts of said boyfriend <laughs> and of course you can actually build uh your boyfriend uh in this game too like hairstyle eye color uh skin color and of course penis size uh and my favorite was uh you could actually uh determine the length of the penis and uh one of them was just like the uh this it was like just like my animes <laughs> um and so anyway oh, wow. so yeah so you create your creation to life and you have to put a stop to uh you know dominic who is the guy that left you behind uh you have to prove that you are much better scientists and show you don't need that hunk you built your own. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it, like the writing is fantastic in it. Um, I will say this, you should save and save often. Um, even though it does move by at a pretty quick pace, uh, there you, like you can actually die in this game. And I found out the hard way and then had to restart the whole damn thing all over again. Um, so just be warned about that but otherwise like it's a lot of fun and uh, like unless honestly like unless you're a bigot i can't really see anybody not like enjoying like the dialogue and the weird characters 
uh, in this game. But then again, if you're a bigot, you shouldn't be playing this game anyway, and you can go die in a fire. So, um, but yeah, like I had a lot of fun with it. I usually don't get to review these kind of games, but uh, I'm glad to like, you know, I begged Joe to let me play it. So, yeah, Aki, any thoughts on this one? It seems like something you would have enjoyed had Jacob not jumped up for it. I I hadn't even heard of it, but this really sounds like something that would be actually pretty fun to play. <laughs> I think I would probably <laughs> enjoy this. I am shocked Jacob wanted to play this, to be honest. <laughs> I saw the name because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always intrigued by a game with an interesting title. Um, and so, uh, yeah. And then when I found out that it was like a visual novel point and click, I was like, oh, I don't get to do this too often. So, hell yeah. Like, let's try it out. But uh, I'm shocked by the name you wanted to play it. It is do Dr. Frankenstein build a boyfriend. So I am shocked you wanted to play that. I mean, well, then again, Aki, I guess you wouldn't know this, but on Xbox, my gamer pick is of Clive Owen, who I mean, I don't know. Who I'm is. actor, famous British actor. But uh, yeah, I would Google him. I would drop. Yeah, I would. I would immediately drop drop my drawers for that man. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Glad on, to be next. a bottom. He, he was my first man crush. Oh, I know him. He's from uh, Shoot 'Em Up. Okay. Yeah, Shoot 'Em Up. The higher, uh, um, crap. I'm forgetting a bunch. Dancer or wait, no, he wasn't. I've only seen a few movies with him in it. Sadly, I really like him. He's a good actor. Yeah, and handsome and rugged. So you know, rawr. That's fantastic. Got to look in the camera and you got to... <laughs> oh, God. Aki, are you going to watch it? Coming up. Coming up. There it is. There it yeah. is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. That was that was a special something. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that is it for this episode. We're going to call it here. Uh, thanks. Big thanks to Kunal for coming on, chatting with us for a little bit today. Big thanks for Brie for coming on doing her thing. Thanks to you two for being here. You chuckle fucks getting along with each other, making each other laugh. It's beautiful. I love it. Shut the fuck I up, Joe. Get along you with shut me. the fuck I'm up. Just... No, you shut the you fuck up. You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. I get up. along with you Jacob all the time. I'm just really rude to him, and he likes Oh, it. God, fun. Joe, you shut the fuck up. You shut the See, fuck up. Oh, my, my, my wife is actually telling me to shut the fuck up. So, music this episode, we're going to play something from uh, the Pixel Noir arranged album. So, uh, give that a listen and pick it up on Bandcamp and pick up the game on Steam and all that other fun jazz. And we'll be back next week with more fun episodes, right, everyone? Yeah, at some point we'll have one with an after dark game so woo yeah woo woo <laughs> <laughs>